welcome to Eat, Sleep, Move, a podcast devoted to helping you lose weight, get healthy, and have an amazing life. Here's your host, Wendy Wallace. It's David back again, March 2nd, 2012. Got the third of our monthly check-ins here. So, uh, Wendy, how are you? Uh, I'm doing all right. So you just completed the second month of your Eat, Sleep, Move program. Mm -hmm. How did it go? Hmm. I think the the month started off really strong, but I have to confess that the novelty is kind of worn off, and now it's become work, in a sense. Um, I'm hoping that eventually it'll get from this feeling of, ugh, you know fun's over, the excitement's over, but then it'll get to a point where it's just a part of my day. And I, I, you know, it's here nor there. It's just a part of what I do. Like, you know, going to the bathroom or, you know, making juice or, you know, whatever. So there's three components of of this plan. There's eat, sleep, and and move. Mm -hmm. What has been the most difficult for you over the last month? Um, oh, definitely sleeping. As in getting to bed. Too, too much or too little? Yeah, or? too little and inconsistently. Um, actually, you know what? To be honest with you, if there's one thing that I learned this month, it's that if I am not into like a, a regular sleeping ha- like pattern, going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time, it throws everything else off, everything. Because if I don't get enough sleep, I'm, I'm too tired and don't want to work out. If I really don't get enough sleep... I eat horribly, um, and I just find that when I'm well-rested, I make better decisions and have more energy to do the things that I want to do. Okay, so how are you going to change your sleeping for March? Well, the plan is always to, you know, I I, I, um, go to bed really late, later than most people, and if I had it my way, I'd stay up all night and sleep during the day. That would be the most ideal thing for me, but I can't do that. So my plan is to go to bed around 2 a.m. and uh, usually I wake up around 9.30-ish. Okay. So about seven and a half hours of sleep. We're going to check in on you next month, see if you've done that. Yeah. How about your food? I know you're back on Weight Watchers. What's that been like? Yeah, you know, for some reason, I haven't written about this on the blog, but um, a few weeks ago, I decided to rejoin the Weight Watchers online program. Um, Years ago, before they actually had their online program and you could buy these books that had the points and stuff in them, you had to calculate things on your own and keep your own journals and things like that. Um, I actually had pretty good success with Weight Watchers and the points program. I have positive memories of that. Um, And I've done it before in the past and then kind of dropped it. And now I'm back to it again. And, you know, it's kind of an interesting thing because um, I feel like I'm trying to juggle two things when it comes to eating. Eating the right things and not eating too much. And at least the cool thing about Weight Watchers and the Points program is eating, or even when I'm eating crap, as long as I'm staying within my points range, I feel like I'm not taking two steps back. 
So um, the only thing that drives me crazy about the Weight Watchers online points program is that I drink a lot of juice. And because um, with Weight Watchers, the foods that they really want you to have are high fiber foods. And with juice, obviously you're taking the fiber out of everything. So a one quart jar of juice, of, of green juice, is 10 points. That, that makes up like about a quarter of my daily um, allowed food intake, and which sucks because I drink like two or three quarts a day, and it, that's not filling. And but anyway, so yeah, so it's it's been it's been good to be able to keep me on track. And for whatever reason, I just prefer the points program over counting calories. Yeah, I imagine it's a really nice framework, and you also have support too, right? There's other people online that you can chat with. Yeah, um, that's the cool thing about Weight Watchers that has always been consistent is that they've been around for a long time and you can find many message boards. Weight Watchers themselves has a, have a message board, but lots and lots of people are doing Weight Watchers. So that's cool. You can always find people to, um, you know, offer support and answer your questions. All right. I want to get down to the nitty gritty about your food. What are you eating? What are some good choices that you've made as far as food goes? Um... Mm. Well, I'm, st- I'm still not eating bread. Uh, I think that when I think of my food choices, I think gluten has kind of snuck in here or there, here and there. Uh, thankfully, I don't have an allergy to gluten. Um, just, I think, a sensitivity to it. So I haven't been thrown completely off track. Um, so, yeah, so still not eating bread. Um, How about sugar? Yeah, not so much sugar, which just kind of surprised me. It was really weird. The other day, I actually had a dream about eating cupcakes. And there was a, you know, there was a few minutes there where I thought about going out and getting them and trying and talking myself into knowing that it's been like two months since I've had sugar. And I, th- I think that, but you know what, it, 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 what freaks me out about that is I almost feel like an, a, an addict or something. And I don't, like, I'm at this point where I can't say whether or not I could have sugar casually again and not have it throw me completely off track or whether or not I need to um, stay away from it completely. Uh, I I just think that right now for me, if I indulged in sugar, it would probably awaken that those cravings and I um, would have a hard time getting back to not eating sugar. So did things get off track like you or, did things get off track like that for you this month? Um, yeah, you know, one of the things that I've had an issue with uh, over the years, because I really don't like cooking, I really also don't know how to cook. And since I've been eating raw, it's, it's funny, just as a side note, um, uh, uh, when I started eating raw, I thought, okay, this is going to be great. When I started researching eating raw, I thought this is going to be great because you're just like washing some fruit and cutting some stuff up and it's not a big deal. No dishes, no cooking, nothing, but actually being in the kitchen and and juicing and making green smoothies. And it's, it's a lot of food prep more and I hate it. So one of the things, the bad habits that I've had for many, many years, probably maybe decades even, is ordering takeout. And for the month of January, I did exceptionally well. No takeout whatsoever. I was eating beans and rice when I was feeling um, hungry and juicing a lot. And I was doing extremely well. February, I got off track and um, ordered takeout, but stayed away from the pizza um, and anything to do with bread. 
I developed actually, um, I, I experimented with some like different Chinese food dishes and which aren't great either full of salt and all that kind of thing. But I did actually, um, dabble in fish, which I wouldn't have eaten before. So not the greatest choices and, 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 you know, ordering takeout gets expensive. So I have to pull back from that as well. Today, I just actually came back from the grocery store and bought some beans and rice and, and onions and, you know, we'll get back to that. So, uh, yeah, no more eating takeout. Okay. So that, that's the goal for, for March. You're back on that. Right. So you're going to go to bed at two, wake up at nine 30, no more takeout. So right there, that's your sleep and your eat. Mm-hmm. How about the the move? How's the exercise going and, and what are you going to do this month? Um, you know, the good news for me, exercise-wise, was uh, last week I did an interview with um, a workout guru, Deborah Mazda. And I asked her about how much exercise is enough because I was always confused. Um, there's a famous... Uh, researcher named Dr. Stephen Blair, who says that a half hour a day is enough to maintain good health. Um, but I, I didn't get the sense that that would be enough for me. And then, you know, after years of watching The Biggest Loser, I'm kind of conditioned to believe that if I really want to make a change, that I have to work out for hours and hours every day. And that that's not realistic either. So I had no idea where the middle ground was and would work. And, and she said, and I really trust her opinion because she's been a fitness instructor for decades and has worked with lots and lots of overweight women. And she said an hour to an hour and a half, six days a week is is enough. And so it kind of gave me a peace, peace of mind, and which which felt good. It felt like a relief. Now, the, now. So that's a good framework for you. Right, good framework. Now. And are you, you going to be doing that? Are you committing to the 60 to 90 minutes a day, at least six days a week this month? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm committing to. Because, you know, the thing with me is that I have all of this knowledge, but now it's a matter of putting it to use. So now that I have that framework and I feel good about it, um, yeah, now I have to actually do it. Because you know it works. I mean, she's told you that it's worked, and she's seen it work with hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to do, 60 to 90 minutes a day? I know you've been doing the treadmill. You're walking outside. Is that right? Yeah, I'm going to be starting to work out, uh, walk a lot more and working out on the treadmill and uh, definitely doing strength training as well. Okay, okay. All right, so 60 to 90 minutes a day of exercise, no takeout for food. You're going to continue to do the juicing. You're watching your points on Weight Watchers, and every night you're in bed by the very reasonable hour of 2 a.m., waking up at 9.30, so seven and a half hours of sleep a night is what you're shooting for this month. Yes. And let's just leave it with this, the, the number everybody's wondering. How has your weight loss been? That's really the kind of the core of this, or that's the measurement at least. You just want to get healthy. But have you found that you've been losing weight over the last few weeks, last couple months? Um, yeah, I mean, this week I, I did a – actually, sorry, sorry, last week I didn't lose any weight. Uh, I did a weigh-in today, today's Friday, and have lost a pound and a half. So I'm now in the mid-340s. Three, um, I was 344. Um which I guess is lower 340s. So, yeah, so that feels good. Um, and you started out where? At 362. 
Okay, so, so eight, 18, 18 pounds, pounds in two months since, since you started. Right. And, and you said you didn't lose any weight. Does that mean you gained some last week? No, didn't didn't okay. lose, didn't gain any. All right, well, at least you're, you're not gain, you haven't gained a pound back yet. Yeah. So that's good. And if, if you keep that up, that's going to be considerable, though. It's about 100 pounds over the year. That's, that's, that's not, you know, it's not a little amount of weight. Yeah, and actually, come to think of it, I'm actually going through PMS. It just, you know, what's funny about this podcast is that it just happened to, it always catches me, you know, during that time of the month. So um, usually I gain a a few pounds during that time, but I've actually lost a bit. So yeah, that's an interesting thing too, to take note of. Well, there you go. Well, Wendy, congratulations on continuing this. I I know you said it's getting to be work, but Sounds like you're still at it, still committed to it. And yeah, before we wrap up, got the three things that uh, that you got set up: the eat, sleep, and the move. And, and we're going to check in on those next. Right, month. right. Before we wrap up, though, um, really quick, I forgot to talk about something that I just want to mention really quickly. Um, I'm also in the midst of doing a mindful eating experiment, and anyone who wants to follow that can check out the blog at eatsleepmove.com. There were three books um, that I got that I'm reading and I'm going to be documenting that because I realized like it is really difficult for me to get out of the habit of sitting down at my computer and, and not even like while I'm eating and not even pay attention to what I'm eating because I usually am watching a TV show or a movie or a YouTube video and just shoveling food in. And I, I wanted to stop doing that. So um, I'm going to be learning about mindful eating and, um, and documenting, you know, how that goes. And I got to say that right now, a lot of resistance comes up because for me, you know, eating you know, let's say eating takeout and watching some TV show equals pleasure. It's a good way to check out. Yeah, definitely a good way to check out. And so the idea of just sitting there with the food and eating and having to focus on, on one thing has been like, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's not, it's not that it's a difficult thing. It's not that it's an unpleasant thing, but it's, it's a habit that's been hard to, um, established because, uh, you know, I want to experience what I have experienced as pleasure in the past and eating mindfully to me right now doesn't equate to pleasure. Well, the good news though, Wendy, is if you're trying to lose weight, if it's less pleasurable, I imagine that's going to help. Right. Yep. So there you go. Wendy, thank you for the update. Good luck on March, and I will check in with you in April. Yeah, everyone, come check out the blog, eatsleepmove.com. I've got some interviews lined up. Uh, again, my experiments. Um, check out my favorite YouTube videos for the, for the month, who I'm following, and um, you know, leave me a comment and let me know how you're doing with your weight loss. Thanks for listening to the Eat Sleep Move podcast. Find out more by visiting eatsleepmove.com.